Welcome, feathered friends. We are back for another episode of Busting the Pack. Step inside my walk-in robe and let your imagination run wild. This podcast is proudly sponsored by the WA Magpies Collingwood Supporters Group. Your place to share your personal black and white stories as a pie supporter and, more generally, stories about not giving up. Or you have a passion project that might inspire others in the gamble of life. We want you to feel a sense of ownership in this platform and welcome any contributions and suggestions by emailing bustingthepack at gmail.com. Each Busting the Pack episode is released via the WA Magpies Facebook, Instagram and web pages on the first Wednesday of each month. In this episode, I interview a WA Magpies member who attended the social function An Evening with Jordan Degoe in 2019, even though she was heavily pregnant. Dedication. I give my first time experience as a volunteer to help with holding the banner for the Indigenous round before Collingwood defeated the Fremantle Dockers at Optus Stadium on a wet and wild day. And the winning story is told for the Eyes on the Prize competition with a $50 gift voucher kindly donated by Jim Services. Well, on with the show. My next WA Magpies member guest attended the event An Evening with Jordan DeGoey in 2019 at the Leadable Function Centre, which included a Q&A session with Jordan, an auctioning of Pies memorabilia and photo opportunities with the famous number two for the Pies. She has two young boys, Rupert and Darcy, who were indoctrinated into the black and white army before they received their birth certificates. And while she initially supported the Fremantle Dockers, her partner Dan and the boys have seen her allegiances shift to the Mighty Pies. Welcome to the podcast, Ali Rozeski. <laughs> um, thank you for having me. We're just um, currently hiding in one of the boys' bedrooms. <laughs> so there you go, Dan, nothing sus. <laughs> No, it's great to have you, and yes, it's all an adventure. So, what is your fondest memory watching a game so far as a member? Um, this is such a weird story, but... Oh, here's the place. <laughs> yeah, this is the place. This is the place. We're in the wrong bedroom for it, actually. We should have been in Rupert's room. <laughs> um, my fondest memory would have to be uh, in 2019, Mother's Day weekend... And Collingwood were playing Carlton. And obviously 2019 started off rough after, you know, 2018, which we're not meant to talk about. No. Um, but Dirty, yeah. yeah, terrible. We don't, <laughs> we don't speak about that anymore. Um, Dan will tell me off for that. Yeah. And I had just come home from work. I was getting ready, going to go meet Dan at the pub. And anyway, I hadn't been feeling great for a few weeks. And I just, something in my head said, do a pregnancy test. So... I did, and that is the weekend that I found out I was pregnant with Rupert. <laughs> so that's why I'll just never forget that game because, unfortunately, the Pies were 
having an off game that day and I remember thinking, oh, my goodness, if Carlton beat them, there's no way I can go and meet Dan at the pub and tell him that we're pregnant when we weren't really hoping for a child, just still practising for the future. But Oh, I see. Right. Here we are and, A yeah. successful pre-season, <laughs> shall we say. That's a good way to call it. Thank you. I do my best. Um, so heavily pregnant with your now two-year-old son, Rupert, attending the Jordan Degoe function in 2019 was dedication alone, as I could see from your burgeoning waistline. <laughs> as I have said, heavily pregnant. Um, can you give the listeners an idea how you experienced the night? Look, I was <laughs> tired. <laughs> I was, as you said, I think I was eight. Plus, yeah, I was eight months pregnant. So I was, we were ready to go. He was this big, massive baby. I was exhausted, but I chucked my heels on, got pretty for the night. Um, no, it was a great night. I was just everyone, like, obviously, the, I don't remember his name, but the guy that was like, you know, emceeing the event. Yeah. He really enjoyed that there was a pregnant lady there. And oh, it, I, yeah, he made a real meal of it. It was like, you know, oh, Geordie can deliver the baby for you and we'll yeah. name it Jordan and it'll be this and it'll be that. And I mean, you gave him such a free kick <laughs> for that. <laughs> yeah. So that was like the ongoing joke of the night. Yeah. So you got everything packed in. Yeah. So you, oh, so Geordie can help you deliver it. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, I think as soon as we walked in, the first thing Dan actually said to Dugowie, like, as he was obviously sitting on the edge there on that stool yeah. when we were all walking into the room. Yeah, I did notice um, And he sort of turned to him and shook his hand, you know, hey, how are you? And just said, um, so I actually wasn't home the weekend this happened. Do you think the pies were in town? And he just sort of <laughs> laughed and, you know, made a big joke about it. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, well, we'll see. But, yeah, yeah no, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was an exhausting night. By the <laughs> end of it, trying to drag all our crap out of there, I was ready to go straight home to bed. Yes, it was. <laughs> What were the highlights for you in relation to the Q&A session and also the auctioning of pies uh, memorabilia? Uh, did you ask, did you ask a question of the great man? I think we did, but we actually asked a bit of a silly question. I think I asked a silly question as well. <laughs> we That's asked, why I've forgotten it. We asked about the ask him something. Yeah, I know. You just want to speak yeah. to him. Oh, you know. <laughs> permission, permission to speak. Yeah. You know. Hi, please remember my face. Yeah. Um, we asked about, I don't know if you've ever seen on like their socials and stuff. I mean, they actually don't show it that much anymore, mm. but in the locker room and a lot of the boys used to share, obviously, because they record stuff in there and you know what the yes. young AFL players are like. Yes. Hello, gin and um, yes. <laughs> yes. Gin and tonic. Yeah. Um, so we asked him, they used to be in the rooms, like in the locker rooms on this scooter all the time. Okay. And then they'd, I know, it was ridiculous. So yeah. I think we asked about the scooter, like what's the scooter for, where'd it come from, why are you guys just running around in a scooter? Yeah. Um, but apparently it was something to do with physio rehab to help them with, I think their ankles or something you said. Oh, I can't okay. believe how much is coming into my memory right now. Yeah. I literally could not believe a thing until, or remember a thing, sorry, until you hit record. But yeah, I think that was... Well, that's the pressure. <laughs> That's the pressure going one-on-one. But, yeah. And in terms of the auctioning of pies yeah. memorabilia, I believe uh, you, had, you, had your pie, you had your fingers in the... You <laughs> did, yeah. You, you, you were ironing off a few things. I, I noticed that and I'm going, I don't, I, I don't know what their budget is. It's none of my business. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we, it looks I, like they're trying to take half the bloody... <laughs> we did put our... stock. We did, we did. Um, what did you end up... Um, 
Snaffling. So we got the auction. a big um, Nathan Buckley frame, which is signed and just has obviously like all his accomplishments nice. and everything that yeah. he did at the club. Yeah. Um, and we also got a big signed um, Scott Pendlebury Oh. Um, frame that also has like his medals and stuff like that, and a boot that he signed. Because I believe Dan's a bit of a fan. He's, he is. He's got a bit yeah. of a crush on the whole. He does. The, he whole, loves, pen, the whole Pendles. Yeah, he's. We love the Pendlebury family. Oh, yeah. All of them. Oh, he just. He yeah. just keeps getting better. I'm praying one of my boys gets to snap up their daughter one day. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that already. <laughs> Already got the succession plan. <laughs> the takeover. Working beautifully. Did you expect Jordan to be so generous with the supporters in allowing photos to be taken with him as part of his appearance duties? No, we were shocked at how intimate <clears throat> the evening was. Mm. We didn't, you know, we sort of thought like he'd be sitting up sort of like, you know, behind a little panel. Maybe you'd get to, you know, like at a book signing sort of thing. How you go yeah. and you get to like awkwardly yeah. lean on the table. Like that's, I think, what we're picturing. The fact that as soon sure. as he walked in, he was like greeting people from a little stool, just, hey, how I, like, I couldn't believe how intimate it was. It was incredible. And he sort of stopped and had a chat with everyone, had a laugh. He even gave us a baby name suggestion. Like, yeah. yeah we, oh, well, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Um, you just worry about your own off-field dramas, Geordie. <laughs> he actually told us he didn't like the name Rupert. He oh. was like, no, you can't name the baby Rupert. We're well, like, we don't oh. like you in New York, so there you go. We're even. <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't know at the time. <laughs> um, now, just on that night, um, I have to give a shout out to uh, my co-worker because if it wasn't for his intel, I actually wasn't even aware of the night. And he just said it like it was just a kind of off the cuff. Oh. Uh, um, oh, did you know that Jordan's got some, uh, you know. Coming to Perth for a little thing. You know, some, some speaking, uh, you know, engagement. I'm like, No. And so straight away I'm on the computer. Yeah. Bang, got my got my ticket. Wow. And then obviously um, there was already WA Magpie members. Yep, already um, going. There. So a little bit of a backstory about I, I wasn't even aware because, you know, I wasn't on like Facebook or that kind of thing. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, with, the, with the WA Magpies. So yeah, I was just like, well, and tickets thank you. And he's an Eagles supporter. So <laughs> oh, I must have got him in a good mood. Oh, yeah. He hasn't had many. Uh, it's all right. Hello, Paul. <laughs> um, now, just on that awesome um, photo opportunity, see, at first I was just, like, going to be happy just to get a picture with him. And then I thought, oh, I'll push it a little bit. We can one-up this. Do you want to, do you want to, will you wear the hat, Geordie? Yeah, no, I, you know. And, and then as we're, like, you know, getting this, like, awesome composition, you know, set up, Starting to take pictures of me and Geordie and the hat, and I thought, Oh, that's great! And so, to come full circle, um, when I was at Anzac Day game, um, just a few weeks ago, what a win that was! Ooh, had about three heart attacks in the last <laughs> quarter, like most Collingwood games, really. Oh. Um, there was two um, young kids in front of me, and they had um, the number two on their backs of their jumpers. And I just thought, ah, oh, you know, why not? I'm from Perth, you know, you do this kind of thing. I haven't been to, you know, a game at the MCG since 2004. And it was an Anzac Day game as well. So yeah. I was like, yeah, let, let's do it. Okay. So I tapped one on the back. I was, excuse me, sorry to uh, disturb you. Do you want to see something cool? 
And straight off, well, why did you say that for? That's just, <laughs> oh, you're lucky you were in Collingwood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lucky we're in public here. Yeah. And I said, I'll show you something on my phone. It's getting better. <laughs> <laughs> Digging that grave. And, um, yeah, so I showed him the picture of, uh, of me and Geordie and Geordie wearing the hat. And I loved it. Yeah. And then I said, yeah. And then, so, yeah, just a little to aside, you yep. know, from that night. Yeah. You know, so... It keeps on giving. I know. I've placed, you know? as soon as we got home, I plastered all the pictures all over my socials. Oh, I could imagine. Yeah. I could imagine. Me and the proud dad, I think I said. Not Dan, Jordan. <laughs> oh, they don't have to fight over you, do they? <laughs> I think they were that night. Jesus. Um, so also, being at the function, I gained some valuable insight as to life for a modern AFL player in their own words. Do you think football players today are held up to unreasonable standards as role models for society? Oof, this is a tough question. Well, I've given you the easy ones. Oh, it's about time you got a hard hitting. I know. You know Just a Hint. casual chatty says. That's how he got me into this. Oh, you know. Um, the velvet oh, sledgehammer. I sort of sway both ways. <laughs> yeah. Because I do. Like, I feel bad for them because a lot of them are still young blokes. And, mm. you know, you can imagine, like, you're seeing all your mates you know, still go out, have fun, do this, do that. But on the flip side of that, your mates aren't getting paid, you know, yeah. 800 plus thousand dollars. Like, But you've also got to bear in mind that an average AFL career is less than 50 games. So even if That is you, a wild statistic. I got, I haven't. <laughs> I've already used it in a previous podcast and it was like the, the guy I was interviewing was like, whoa, mine's yeah, wrong. Yeah, that is you mental. Know? And yeah, sure, they're, they're well, you know, remunerated, um, you know, they get a lot of perks and that kind of thing. But just getting on the list. Yeah, I know. You know, just I getting know. drafted, it's such a big deal. I think they Because just, for some, they never play another yeah. game. No, they I just, think they um, probably have to be a bit more grateful for the opportunity that they have. Because like you said, like, it's not easy. There's so many guys trying to get to where they are. So. Yeah. I think they have to be aware that there's some things you need to sacrifice to... And they've got so much pressure on them now out when they're in public and, you know, social media, obviously everyone's got a phone. Yeah. Now it's not just everyone's got a phone. Everyone's got video. Right, yep, everything. Everyone's posting stuff, you know, yep. before the um, you know, before the spin doctors and whatnot yep. at Collingwood or whatever club. Yeah. You know... Everyone's PR team is the, working overtime. It's too late for damage control. <laughs> The damage is done. Yeah, no, and, that's true. Um, and obviously, you know, just, just the recent one, you know, he's over in America. Now, we don't know, obviously, the, the, all the circumstances yeah. and that. But at the same time... Yeah, well, you obviously expect a certain level of, you know, respect and understanding. And they are. Like, my boys are going to grow up watching these boys. You know what mm. I mean? Like, and I don't want them thinking you can go out and just knock someone out of the club or no. grab someone no, or can't do, that. do something or, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. I do, mm. but I do, like, I guess I have a little mm. bit of empathy for them because I do think they have to give up a lot and... Well, that's the reason why I sort of, I Not that I think well. any average 20-year-old should be going out in the streets and knocking anyone out. No. But, you know, I think there's still a lot of, like, they just don't have as much leeway as someone else would, you know what I mean? Because the second they do something wrong, the, the whole nation knows. Yeah. It's, it's the price like of a, fame. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's that whole, um, even though sports has its own segment on the news. Yeah, you, know, it's a slow, you know it's a slow news day when the sport all, all of a sudden becomes the lead story yeah. for the night. Yeah. And that's to do, you know, that's their love of sport, especially AFL. 
But no, you know, being a mother and whatnot, and obviously, you know, you're yeah. gonna bring you're bringing two you know, young um, sons into the world. You know, they're gonna yeah, no, I they'll have to deal with all that yeah. at one stage, and you know, who knows by the time. Hopefully they're I'm probably on their mobile phones now, you know. <laughs> who knows? Sounds what they're like they're giving grandma a hard time out there, actually. Yeah, yeah where's my uh, <laughs> where's my tablets? <laughs> We're not that far in yet. No. Still only two, so. So before it was the tablets to keep them behaved. Now you've yeah. got to actually give them a physical tablet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> not the kiddie speed. Yeah. Not that one. Not that one. Um, so I, I understand your two sons have received quite a bit of merchandise as part of their Collingwood me, uh, membership packages. With black and white in their blood and the indoctrination complete, what are some of the items the boys have been treated to? They've got a lot. Like, mm. I, we were so shocked when the first pack came for Rupert, like his little newborn one. I think there was like like a beautiful little like blanket with just magpies like all over it, like really nice, classy. Like Dan actually still laughs to this day when the child health nurse came over and she was like, I love all this stuff with Australian animals on it now. And we were <laughs> laughing because we were like, yeah, it's she great. She didn't know the reference. Yeah, she didn't get it. And I was like, do you not see all of this black and white around you? But maybe she just wasn't a footy person, you know what I mean? But yeah, um, yeah like beautiful blankets. So we got that for Rupert and I still use it now for Darcy. Um, and what else have we got? Jumpers, onesies, Darcy's one just came and he got a little bodysuit that says, you know, 2022 Magpie Army or something with his name, Darcy, across the bottom. Yeah. They get everything. Footies. Literally, it's insane, the stuff they get. I cannot bless. Scarves, beanies, hats. Um, The works, honestly. So do do the kids have to, like, sign, you know, disclaimers that... Because they're getting so much love, I am not allowed to change my uh, yeah. team uh, for the duration of my life. I just thought of that, um, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> they would have to. They get like a letter from obviously Pendles and stuff like that, you know, from the president, blah, 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 all the, all the yeah. bits and pieces, oh, everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that is... I know. They, oh, even, they like, get at Christmas it so easy time, these days. We never got that. At Christmas time, they get like a little card and, yeah. oh, my God, Darcy got little, I'm not sure, like all the mums and parents out there will know what I'm talking about, but like life's um, milestone cards. So, you know, like you mm. see parents online will post like one month old or, yeah. you know, just rolled for the first time. So they've got some that are like, obviously like the one month old or the boring stuff, but it's like my first pies game, my first pies uh, win or yeah. my first footy. It's really cute. So And also uh, just going back to the um, to the Jordan to go now, I understand that... Um, did you, did you bring a piece of clothing to be signed? Or? Yeah, yeah, we did. So we bought, I think it was probably one of the first things that we bought when we found out we were pregnant, um, was a little Collingwood jumper, like a proper one, but obviously yeah. like a little kid's one. I'll try and um, get that on, onto the um, Doug Ray Magpie's Facebook page Yeah, too. definitely. So, yeah, we got him to sign that for us. Just oh, lovely. Yeah. Obviously, we were like in love with him. So we were yeah. like, we want our son to be just like you. But maybe not so <laughs> much now. Just... <laughs> A little bit more like him and a little less as well. Well, as good as he is, you know, it's still, it still has to come down to the team. I think, he, yeah, the, the frustrating thing about watching Geordie is, is you know those glimpses. Yeah. And you're like, oh, where's that consistency? I where's know, that 2018? Was it, think... was it because he could have more free reign in the forward line? Was it because, you know, he was... Uh, you're just never going to know yeah. those what ifs. 
He definitely pulled, like he... But I, I still think he can... Yeah, he I can still, still think be, he's magic. I still think he can be a damaging, you know... Yeah, of course. Forward 100%. slash midfielder. Yeah. I mean, we love him when he kicks those long goals yeah. and the snaps and, you know... And he, he's doing a bit of that, but... Yeah. Um, He's but I think not, the game has changed a if, lot as well recently. Yeah. Like it's he's still not quite busting those packs. You know. Let's <laughs> see what you did. So there. we're gonna have, thank you. I mean, we're gonna have to have a chat with him maybe one one <sighs> one day because um yeah have to get him back over for sure. So before I close the interview, is there anything you would like to say to the audience of busting the pack? Um, Here's your chance. I know. Here's your soapbox. The spotlight is on. This is too much for me. Um, it's about 60 watts. <laughs> it's just the I kids' just room. just got blinded by it. It's usually never on, to be honest. This room is pitch black with white noise. That's why you're being interrogated. Yeah, that's how it feels. No, I mean, <laughs> I actually... <laughs> I was saying to Jason, I don't know if anyone else remembers this, um, yeah. but I actually am... Well, I'm from WA, so I am actually a Frio girl. Sorry, everyone else. But I love... That's okay. The, You're being honest. Love the party pies. And I did disclose that on the Dugowie De- night. And you I, did. you know, have always said that when we you come down to the, the party. before I agreed to this interview. Yes, it's true. But I do love the pies so much. So. And I've always had a soft spot for the Dockers. So yeah, goes without saying. nice team, I goes think. Goes without saying, yeah. you know. Um, and obviously all those beautiful trades the two teams have had over the years. So... Uh, very interesting you saying that because that's one of my um, kind of uh, future ideas. Oh. Is to make, just sort of like uh, shine a little bit of light on some of those more successful, um, well, once they've gone to Collingwood from the Dockers. <laughs> and the Dockers, and out the Dockers, the Dockers. teammates like, why couldn't he play like that one? Honestly, play for me. do not get me started on this, okay? I'm um, saying hello out there to uh, James Clement. Wow. <laughs> we love you, Dockers. We love you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Um, yes. But yeah, on that note, I guess so. Thank you to the WA Magpies and everyone for being so welcoming of an intruder. But no, it's great. Ah, uh, you're not the only one. Yeah, exactly. I think there's plenty of us. And yeah. No, I love it. It's fun. And I can't wait for the boys to grow up and yeah. watch the game with Dan and really get into it and have them all shouting ball at the TV and just. Absolutely. I can't wait to put more Collingwood stuff on the walls, you know? The two walls. Well, that would be an excuse to get a bigger house, yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, we run out of room for the memorabilia. <laughs> yeah. so. um, okay, well, that's been very illuminating. Yes. Thanks for having a chat, Ali. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Brody Myacek here, spitting some truth. When I heard the busting the pack intro theme song for the first time, it fired me up so much. Now I want to listen to it before I go out and do battle for the Mighty Pies and bust some packs for real. Check out the podcast of the WA Magpies Facebook and web pages. Go Pies! You had to be there. Collingwood Magpies versus Fremantle Dockers at Optus Stadium, 22nd of May, 2022. A week before the Magpies took on the Dockers at Optus Stadium, I was asked to help with the banner for the AFL Indigenous Round. I accepted the first-time opportunity as a local pie and, along with some other WA Magpies representatives, joined forces with the enemy and volunteered on a wet and wild day. 
After making it clear to the Dockers cheer squad that I had always had a soft spot for the Dockers, I was interested to see how dedicated the Perth football public would be to turn up on a day more suited to huddling under a doona at home watching the game on TV. I was pleasantly surprised with the public's dedication. For the banner duties, I put my hand up to be on one of the ropes that hoists the banner into the air and then keeps it upright. No pressure. With our instructions and rain ponchos handed out, we hit the sodden grass and my socks immediately were soaked through my shoes. When the moment of truth arrived, we all worked in harmony to make the pre-game ceremony a success. After both teams ran through the banner, it was go, 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 rolling up the banner, gathering the ropes together and carrying the banner off the ground, down into the tunnel where it all began. All the while, try not to trip up on the ropes. And if I learned anything for the experience, water makes the colour in the crepe paper run into your skin. We all got stained with some purple haze on that day. Here are my three highlights of the game. Pies Oliver Henry was activated as the medical substitute early in the game due to the luckless Mason Cox leaving the ground with a finger injury. While he was inaccurate the week before against the Western Bulldogs, Henry had his kicking boots on today, finishing with four goals and a behind. Someone forgot to tell Jeremy Howe, how does he do it? That the conditions were not conducive to high marking. Well, he soared into the air, took a ride on the shoulders of Matt Tabernar, and brought down a screamer that had the Pies supporters in raptures. I thought he was going to have to go off with the blood rule after getting a nosebleed from being up so high. And John Noble gets better each game, and a desperate three-act play of chasing down a Dockers player who was heading towards goal, then a lunging spoil, and then another one, epitomised the value of 1% efforts, regardless of the scoreline or how long there is left in a game. Final score, Pies, 12 goals, 8, 80, defeated the Dockers, 6 goals, 8, 44. But wait, there's more. And this is when it gets interesting as a passionate Pies fan. After the game, I waited patiently at the fence with a pen and notebook for an old school souvenir in the age of mobile phone selfies. It was my lucky day because first Nick and then shortly afterwards Josh, yes, the Dacos brothers, each gave me an autograph on the same page. However, I have to tip my hat to the supporter who got Bo McCreary to sign his meat pie, which I only found out about the next day from my co-worker. A pie signs a pie for a pie supporter. Speaking of the next day, when I was getting ready for work in the morning, I saw the ABC TV sport report on the game and they showed one of the four goals that Oliver Henry kicked. 
the camera switched to the goals where I was sitting with the black and white army, which captured me celebrating the goal in my poncho and hat before turning to the crowd and giving them a rev up and directed my joy to some of the Dockers supporters. To confirm I wasn't seeing things, I found the exact footage on the AFL website in the Collingwood portal in the All the Goals from Round 10 video. At the 2 minute 20 second mark for those interested in seeing the passion of braving the elements for this game. Wet and Wild Pies! New venue, new beginnings for the WA Magpies. The Herdsman Tavern is the new venue for the WA Magpies in 2022. You can find the Black and White Army in the sports bar, screaming at the big screen for all the Collingwood games this season. Their friendly management offer game day selected drink specials and provide a range of $19 meals, which includes a selected pint. How good is that value? And the always entertaining margin tipping competition when the final siren is about to sound gives the winner with the exact game margin a $50 BWS drink voucher. Tickets are only $1. In addition, there is a prize of a Meat Lovers Paradise $100 voucher given away when a raffle is held. Collingwood have a new coach in Craig McRae. A host of exciting young players, including Nick Dacos joining his older brother Josh through the father-son rule. Having the pies royalty of the Macedonian marvel, Peter, as their dad. Not to mention all the players who bleed black and white for the jumper. With two wins from their first three games, here's to new beginnings. Are you having trouble getting that sparkle back into your pool? Jim's Pool Care can help out with any pool problem. With just one call, Jim's Pool Care mobile pool shops will respond to any pool equipment problems. We can repair or replace all leading brands of pool equipment, such as pumps, chlorinators or automatic pool cleaners. So if you're thinking pools, think Jim's. Call 131546. Or Google Jim's Pool Care and book online. Eyes on the prize. Here is the winning story by Harry Dobson, who receives a $50 gift voucher kindly donated by Jim Services. Well, I was uh, once rudely accosted uh, by a shop assistant at a supermarket that I, that, I, that I won't name, but they said, clearly with that bag, that's the easiest way to identify a shoplifter. <laughs> Love it. But needless to say, I don't shop there anymore. <laughs> now it's over to you. We want to hear your fondest memory as a passionate fan. Be creative, engaging, interesting, and keep your entry to 200 words or less. So get those thinking caps on and email bustingthepack at gmail.com In the next episode of Busting the Pack 
there will be a feature interview with a special guest. Some Mick House musings. Best story entries. And more. So, until then, feathered friends, always remember passion, persistence, perspective. Thanks for listening. Dr. J out.